Dunn spun away, looking, shooting! Dunn with a goal! Well done by Welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Diaspora United. I'm here, one of your co-hosts, Courtney Stith, and I'm joined by the tallest man in Woso, Mr. Andre Carlisle. Andre, say hello to the people. Oh, God. Why? Why? Why is this my life? Hello, people. I I don't know why this has been a thing for like three days now, but uh, hello. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> And we are also joined by Sky and Silves. Because it's a crossover episode. We're joined by Sky and Silves of Shea Better FC. Sky and Silves, say hello to the people. I was good. We out here in these streets. Just kidding. In this home. What's good? What's, what's up? I'm really short, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you are short. I'm I am taller. Yeah, I am average height. Thank you very much. Uh-oh. Same. Y'all are like hot. They are like tall. Don't get it yeah. twisted. Courtney tall too. She <laughs> we, like six we, feet. We're the I'm most really unexpectedly not. tall podcast in soccer. The lollipop. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> That's how I feel right now. That's how I feel. Wow! I'm amongst wow. giants. We are un- the unofficial tallest podcast in women's soccer. You probably are. <laughs> I agree. I agree. We're I mean, probably not. I don't know. Maybe. But moving on. So today we're going to, in the first half of today's crossover episode, we're going to dig into the NWSL championship that happened this past weekend, where the Washington, where Andre's Washington Spirit won 2-1 to one over Chicago, and we're going to dig deep into that. We're also just going to talk about the general experience of what it was like in Louisville, because Andre and I met for the first time, which a lot of people were deeply surprised about, which was honestly really, really funny. Uh, and then we're going to hit our best 11s, the Shea Butter FC best 11, and then the Diaspora United best 11 for the NWSL for this past season. Dig a little bit into the U.S. women's national team being in Australia. They're currently having a great time at a zoo, meeting kangaroos, some koalas, having a great time, and then hit rants and raves slash heated and hype, and then we'll take you on break to switch to the next half of this episode. So, Andre, as our resident spirit reporter, take us through the final. So I was just really happy that the game was good, right? Like that was kind of the thing whenever, you know, when, when you have the possibility of Portland and rain meeting in a championship, we know that, you know, the names of those players, you know, the profile of those players, the profile of those teams, the supporters of those teams, they all travel, they would make a, a bunch of noise and it would be like, probably like the event, right? So when it was neither of those teams, I was a little I won't say I was concerned, but I was interested. I wanted to see what it was going to be, you know, what the vibe was going to be. Uh, and and honestly, how the game was going to be, because Chicago was in this run, right, where they were struggling. They were missing a bunch of players. Their players kept getting injured. The way they beat the Portland Thorns was basically just like bunkering down. <laughs> you know, they really just, just didn't let them do do anything. They just really played defense. And I was like, yo, if the game is like that, it's going to be boring. Because as much as I like the spirit, and as good as Trinity Rodman is, watching that kind of defense against the spirit would have just been frustrating in a championship game. So I was glad overall, like starting off that the game was really, really dope. And as actually, as, uh, as Courtney mentioned, we were there, uh, in Louisville. And so we were, you know, we were watching the match live. I want to know what, what did y'all see on the broadcast? Like, how was the broadcast? How was the presentation of the game? Because I completely didn't see any of that. Um, I mean, it was, it was pretty decent right like we both had to wake up at nine o'clock so that probably yes. wasn't super <laughs> exciting um Oof. but i thought 
considering time, considering like we knew where it was going to be maybe two months in advance, like for all of the things that could have gone wrong, like you said, um, I think it played well. It was a good match. Um, I think, yeah, I would have liked to see Chicago with like more players because they pretty much didn't have any by the time the match was over. Um, and I think like if Mal doesn't get hurt, it probably ends up being a slightly different match, uh, just for inter- even entertainment purposes. But also, um, I thought it was competing strategies. I was actually really worried about the spirit because I thought their defenders were getting left out quite a bit there. Um, on the counter. Well, yeah, I mean, you all can talk we'll about the goal later, uh, but people redeemed themselves. So it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think overall it was a, it was a good game. And also like, we've never really had a competitive final. So it was nice that it, we didn't know. And then it went to extra time um, and that everybody was invested and I didn't turn away at all. Um, and you have really good players, right? Like you don't necessarily have the names of like Portland or Oil Rain or some of the other teams, but you have really good players and you have a star in the making and in Trinity Rodman. And at some point she just decided she was going to be that. Um, and so that was like watching somebody literally become that in a championship game is pretty rare. And so I just tried to take that in if nothing else. Yeah. One thing that was interesting to me about the game which I don't think you guys could necessarily tell on broadcast. Um, but one of the interesting little quirks that you can get when you're there is um, they, so the field looks super green, but because of a word Louisville is, but also like the, like their natural climate, normally the grass is like pretty like dead, pretty, let's say like yellowish. And so they definitely painted the grass. Cause at one point, um, Tatum I wanted you to say the grass is normally blue because it's Kentucky. <laughs> I oh, really did. All right. Uh, unfortunately, no. But Tatum Malazzo at one point like stood up and like the entire it just like looked like she had like <laughs> just gotten off a green wall or something because it's like that's not a grass stain. That is something else. Um, but the interesting thing to me about this because I think Andre and I were sitting like I wasn't in the press box. Um, and so I had like a really interesting vantage point because I was kind of actually close to one of the owner's boxes that we thought we were going to stay in and then we got kicked out and it was quite sad um, because and it was really cold. Um, was seeing the match and also seeing, honestly, to me, like even though it was very clear that to me, Washington was the dominant side for the majority of the match. Like sometimes it went back and forth. But Washington had a few like really good opportunities towards the end of the match to equalize. And it almost at one point like kind of felt a little bit like pain that like they couldn't sink those chances. So we could the game could get even more competitive and like even a little bit more chaotic because I mean what the what the NWSL put out today that there were five hundred and it the game averaged five hundred and twenty five thousand viewers, which is really a lot good. of that's more than half a million people watching. Yep. And so at one point I did wish that even though the game in general was competitive, I do wish that it even like got even more competitive. Not penalties, because I was like, that's the last thing I want. But just like even a little bit even more back and forth, because also as that game went on, it's like Chicago's holding on by KT tape and prayer. <laughs> like just people were <laughs> they just, like it was just sad did not to have see. a death. Like, they literally just couldn't keep. Well, and I mean, it was like that in the semifinal, too, and they somehow found a way yeah. to get to get that done. 
And you're right. They did have some really good chances toward the end. Um, Bledsoe had to make one really, really good save, and she did. Um, I don't know if that makes makes her the MVP of the match, but... but I I was going to say, yeah, like, I think there was an issue with some camera angles, because I think we we were... We had a a FaceTime going on with some other people, and we were watching it, and I think they changed it. They were changing angles, and I was like, Y'all got to get big CBS crew to to, to, to shoot this. Um, they, they it wasn't as bad as other <laughs> games, but it still was like, hey, 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 we in the front, like switch to the other channel, like angle, like go, like go. I... It wasn't as bad. We didn't have the glare in the the snow or any of that, but yeah, it that did it. So you were saying that the the field was painted makes sense because I was like, what is this greenness on? <laughs> I was like, that's a different kind of grass name, but I, I wasn't, I, we were talking, so it wasn't yeah. like I saw it, but now that makes sense that, yeah, that was painted. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, I think it was just one one person too many, right? Like, if Mal stays, that game's probably more competitive. If Casey Kruger plays, that game's probably more competitive. Like, and again, it was still a really good game. It's a 2-1 score line. It went into extra time. Um, it took a penalty. Like, it was very much a penalty uh, from an otherwise pretty steady Tierney Davidson. That was a um, CONCACAF penalty Calf, but also that was trinity accurate pass, passing it to the person nobody expected her to pass to therefore tierner really didn't have a choice uh not quite a dean rose like running into Sharon davidson move from the <laughs> olympics but um like super nifty and again she's 19 it's ridiculous um i appreciate that you've been like gifting all of her game moments all day <laughs> it's very funny um but yeah i think more than anything like that's what stood out to me in that game like literally a star is born like and again, we so rarely get to see that in real time and in somebody's rookie season. Um, like, I thought she was the star of the show. I thought everything Washington did turned when she just decided, yeah, I'm just going to go out and take the game. So, like, it wasn't, yeah. So so let's talk about that. Because, listen, that was one of the craziest things I think I've really ever seen on a <laughs> soccer pitch in, like, all game, Like, at any any game, any level. That was a five-minute stretch where she just decided... I'm going to go into a completely different mode and I'm going to destroy this team and we're going to score a goal somehow. And it was wild. The variety of ways that she did it is what got me, right? Like it wasn't just like normally when you see a player do really well, right? You know, somebody will, a team will figure something out and they'll like work them out, work on a matchup, you know, keep feeding the ball to a certain person in a certain place and let them go to work. You know, that's usually like your top strikers can do that. Like they can dominate center backs and end up scoring, you know, a goal real quick or a couple goals real quickly, something like that. But uh, just this was genuinely unbelievable. In the 61st minute, she has this pass. It's it's almost a little short. It looked like it's going to get intercepted, but she turns it on. She steps in front of the defender, touches the ball, brings it inside, smashes a shot from 25 yards out that actually beats the keeper but hits the post. If it hits the post just a just an inch over, that go hits the post and goes in. Like the keeper was straight up beat by that. That was bonkers. Two minutes later, she calls for a. She was on the left side of the pitch. Kelly O'Hara is on the right side. She has her hand up as she's running into the box. Like, hey, I can jump over this girl who's over here trying to guard me. Holds her hand up. Kelly serves it. She wins the header, but it goes wide. Two minutes later, she's dribbling down the left side. It's a 1v3. She's running. Three red stars are trying to shepherd her and keep her on that sideline. She puts the brakes on. Nutmegs Rachel Hill comes in and (laughs) takes another long shot. That one was caught by the keeper. 
And then in the 66th minute, just one minute later, she she ends up being able to, this is hold up play. She's basically closer to the middle of the pitch, right on, on the top of the box. The ball bounces. She's able to control it with her chest. She keeps the she keeps the defender pinned so the defender can't get around her to control the ball. Then she pulls it back, surveys the options, plays that pass. And just like y'all said, like that was a very deceptive pass because at first I thought, oh man, she missed Ashley Hatch because Hatch was closer to her and uh, Tara McCown was actually behind. And so I was like, oh man, she missed Hatch. So it was going to be a good, a good, a good opportunity. And then I see, oh no, Tara's actually making a run that Tierna doesn't see. And Tierna ends up getting trapped because there's nothing she can do. You got to stick your leg out in that instance. But just where Tara was and where the ball was played, she just got trapped. She got in between it. And, the, and in the box, that's it. That's a wrap. That has to be a penalty. And that was a five minute. She did all that within five minutes in a championship game at 19 years old. To me, she's the encapsulation and... Andre, we talked about this last podcast where I was like, if the spirit win, which I called that they did because I genuinely thought they were going to, um, like she has to be your finals MVP. I don't think she could be the finals MVP because final was kind of sponsored by Buzzwatt. Yeah, Buzz and she's nineteen. Yeah, I don't know if that's been um, confirmed, but I think that was like, yeah, you can't really give a fridge full of Budweiser <laughs> to a nineteen-year-old. That's a bad look. So give her some you quite duels, cannot. I think you should have um, a dual sponsorship. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> but to me, she's the encapsulation, and this is what I've kind of been seeing for Washington, uh, really from what. August when they had those two forfeited games and then just went on this run of she's the encapsulation of their never say die attitude like at the end of the day she's going to be like I'm going to win this game I'm going to put this team on my back I quite simply don't care what you say like I'm either gonna nutmeg you I'm gonna banana you I'm gonna force you to have a penalty or I'm just quite simply gonna strike the ball from distance and like almost beat you and then unfortunately get denied by the post like her I thought this entire game she was honestly playing really well, but Andre, that stretch you talked about, like honestly, that's from that stretch from what the 61st minute to the end of the game, she was just mm-hmm. completely on another level. Like just the run she was making, like even when yeah. Chicago, yeah. which I thought was a good idea of, they switched, they basically just put Aaron Wright on her. Yeah, because Taylor was, like, was dying. Was dying. <laughs> like Tatum, <laughs> Tatum was dying. dying. <laughs> and they were just like Aaron Wright. Even though at one point I literally thought they were going to fight, and I was, and it was also yeah, right in front of me, and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to fight either of you. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a good fight. I like, feel like Aaron that would be a good that, fight. I was like, right has that big mama energy. Yeah, and then does she have a neck tat or something? Like, yeah, it's like I don't want the energy. But even, I mean, but even when she was being defended and shepherded the entire time, she still, like, she still found a way to, you know, hit a beautiful peach of a ball to the on-running kelly o'hara um but who had to get that goal because uh she had to get that goal chicago she got goal was absolutely good god she got cooked by aaron Wright. <laughs> she, got aaron she got cooked up it was like between i thought it was mallory Q at first that's how much that's how cooked she got i was like like Mal- that's not mal Pugh. wow <laughs> I was like, mal is on the sideline mal is on the sideline getting treatment right now right. she's still they she still got like, cooked so down. bad had to put um, a hand on the ground. Oof. <laughs> she got like she got cooked so bad. That was not on my bingo card. Also, Aaron Wright's almost equalizer at the very death of the game was. Yes, yeah, I was like, like oh, Don- Donia and Donia too, right? Yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Literally, Mac- I was like, Mackenzie, please. I've like, watched you play must, soccer. It's also for just wild that like now. in a championship Man. game, I'm like, yeah, Lindsay, like Donia Elmer's got 
like that's not a name I thought I would talk about in a championship final. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's how bad. That's how down bad Chicago was. They just oh, didn't have people. I was gonna say I had thought so. Actually, I thought Chicago was gonna win, but the only caveat is one: Trinity had the ball out of control, which she did. But if too many people got hurt, then that was it. And like per simple, what usually happens in the playoffs finals is eventually your injuries or bad personnel decisions or just lack of skill catches up. And in this case, you saw why you have Alyssa Nair in goal because if she is in goal, those are probably saved just out due to her height. And how she behaves as a goalkeeper. No shade on the other goalkeeper, but it's just the reality. And then if Casey Kruger is healthy, you then have Sarah Gordon and Casey Kruger shutting down and dealing with Trinity. You know, because Sarah was having to play multiple positions. So she couldn't go shadow Trinity all over as she did in past games. And you didn't have Casey Kruger to pass people off. Because does Tierna get, you know, get caught up like that? If Casey Kruger's back there, probably not. Because Casey is probably the one shadowing her. Um or or uh, Sarah, so yeah, it all like caught up because then you lost Di Bernardo, you lost man, oh, yeah. everybody yeah, knew. lost Di Bernardo, Di Bernardo really early in the match. Like yeah. I think it was like twelve or thirteen minutes in. But I do want to touch on the goalkeeping point because the interesting thing I thought for the majority of the match was that Washington was still playing really well, but I also don't think they were necessarily like striking the ball super yeah, well. That, yeah. And I also thought, well, Cassie Miller is having like a pretty good game. Watching that penalty replay, I was like, yeah. "That's low key pain" because it was like right On there, her. like yeah. it was almost it's like right there. if you, it's they like were it was they were a, both saveable. I think they were the, penalty, were. the penalty more than the header, but they were both saveable. Like I was like, if you if your like arm, like if your uh, if the top of your arm is like an inch longer, like you're yeah, that's you're where you literally right Alyssa. there. That's why you miss right. Alyssa. And the athleticism like, and Alyssa's athleticism to be able to get up or get over. Because um, I mean, because I was like. I was like, uh, Andy, that was a bad penalty shot. But, hey, destiny. It, it was a very penalty. tense penalty. It wasn't a great. Saw, He's taken way better penalties penalty. than that. Yeah, yeah that wasn't was, her best take. If you actually, you know, when, when you actually watch it, what because, you know, we only really saw it live, right? So mm-hmm. I had to go back and see it. And when you see it, I'm like, oh, wow, that she didn't really even like pick a corner or go straight down the middle. It went in like one of the worst spots, like normally right where a goalkeeper dives. And I just right. think honestly, the goalkeeper moved probably even too soon. Yeah. yeah. I think if she if she waits a minute, she's able yeah. to to get down and save that. So yeah. um yeah, I, I was a very nervy penalty, which yeah. understandable, but definitely savable. Yeah, I think she would prefer, you know, next time. I would, I would hope there's a better take. I agree. I think the biggest miss was Casey, though, because then you don't have Taylor Malazzo out there. And I do think she has the ability to at least um, contain Trinity, right? I think Trinity's always going to have a few chances just because, like you said, sheer will. I also think talent has to go along with that because you can want to all you want, but you have to have the vision and the skill to be able to get that to work. Um, but yeah, I think they were just one one. Well, their offense is one player, and so that was gone. Right. Uh, and, also and then the help. other one was gone. <laughs> and, yeah. Lot. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, I think they were just one defender too many um, down, and that, that's a team that was built around defense. So I think, yeah, I think the cohesion, but honestly getting to the finals was pretty impressive because n- in no way in shape or form did I think they beat Portland. Um, I did. You did. You did. Um, <laughs> I also thought they'd be Portland, but in a very like not. I did not think they'd be like that. Not like that. Yeah. I thought I was like, it's the 88th minute. 
Uncle. And somehow. Uncle. <laughs> Look, Uncle almost came back. I can't back. believe Uncle did. Um, I was really waiting for Uncle. Wait, it almost happened. Though. <laughs> it really almost happened, too. It almost happened. I was like, um, oh, poetic. I would have been like, Uncle making a comeback. Uh, but Uncle was well, also hurt, apparently, for Chicago because everyone was hurt for Chicago. Well, and the one thing also with having Casey Kruger in, which I think I would, given what, like, given Chicago's injuries, like, let's say you had all the other injuries, but you didn't, but you had Casey Kruger, you also, and because we know of her versatility, you could have shifted to a th- like low key a three back or something like that. Yep. Um, so that way you can like you know try to clog up passing lanes, things like that, right. which Chicago right. does really well and has really good defensive shape. But yeah, for me, it was you just... also could have sent Sarah Gordon forward or Casey Kruger. And also, Sarah Gordon had she had one run. Actually, yes. I thought Sarah Gordon's. I thought her passing this game oh. was beautiful. She's so she underrated. She's beautiful. a very underrated passer. Actually. She yeah. really is. Like, I tweeted about it once. I was like, that is literally such a nice ball. And I'm pretty sure the people next to me, I don't know, I was like, I was like, nice. Blacko. Good ball. Sorry. <laughs> Just um, me. First of all, Blacko. <laughs> Truly always. Um, but also, there was one point where she almost went on a run. And I was like, I know you are super disciplined defensively. But at that point, it's like, because I think at that point, it was probably what, still 1 1, or maybe they were yes. down 2 yeah, 1. Yeah, what you talk about. And I was like, you just need to, like, look, you have Tierna Davidson back there. You have everyone, like, you have Morgan Patrol, who I also thought had a really great match. Like, yeah. Sarah Wall, like, just have them hold it down. Just go for a run. Like, right. first just of all, you deserve it. it. Like, I want you to score a goal. <laughs> but also, like, be, no one, for the longest time, like, no one was stepping to her because they weren't expecting for right. her to go right. on a run. And I was like, this right. is the perfect opportunity. Uh, yeah. And I just wanted her to score and, because I'm always here for Sarah Gordon's supremacy. And you aren't going to, like, if you make that run, like, yeah, defenders can step to you, but they're not going to body you because you're Sarah Gordon. Like, they're not, like, you you're throwing Emily Sonnen on the ground. Like, all due respect. Right. Or you're think Emily, I think Emily's been pretty good at the center back. But, like, center back. I said center back. Um, but, Blanco. like, I don't, like, you're not going to body her off the ball. And she's actually faster than I think most people give her credit for. And she's good on the ball. Like, she makes runs when she's playing outside back, too. So I agree. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's like, just keep going. And then the craziest part is she did still swing the ball out, had a beautiful ball that, like, turned into a cross that I that I think someone headed and just, like, went straight to Bledsoe or something like that. And I was like, wow, look at, look at that beauty. You, yeah. I was like, I just want you to succeed. I do. I, I do. want good things for her uh we'll talk about even more so later but yeah but yeah it was it is cool it's cool to see a new champion so yeah how does it feel to be a champion how does it feel to be of the district of champions i can't believe i'm saying this i know right i don't even like it's actually funny because the whole thing was like you know when that came off it was uh, people were framing it as like oh you didn't know like like to other people and i'm like like i'm i'm from here and i didn't know like i ain't (laughs) like we ain't we ain't known for winning stuff like i don't know what's going on with that all of a sudden but yeah i mean we we, yeah yeah right (laughs) so like yeah i guess we have won a few things recently but i I, don't get it twisted it took a long time it took a very long time for every single one of those teams so it might be a long time in between so you should enjoy it it it. sure might right exactly (laughs) so yeah i mean it was it was dope honestly it was dope it was really really fun i i think you know louisville was i think a good place to host um it was you know kind of middle of the country so i think a few people were able to get there Uh, it was close to chicago so a lot of chicago could get there some of the spirit squadron came, even though they probably should have switched sides because they had because the spirit were the home team. Yeah. Uh-huh. They had kind of that whole big standing section where usually I think the Lavender Legion is at. But that's like that's like built for a full like home supporters group. 
Mm. And the spirit brought quite a few people. Like, well, not the spirit didn't bring them, but they came their own themselves. Probably like 50 or 60, but that ain't going to fill up that whole stand. So when you look at some of the photos or whatever, you do see, at the, especially at the top, there's really nobody. Uh, but in Chicago, on the other side, it was kind of overflowing. So there was, there was, of course, that aspect of it. But the stadium overall was packed. Um, it was a great atmosphere in there. I thought it was a really good day um, for, for the match as well. Weather seemed to be all right, even if it was a little chilly. I think the players probably, <laughs> probably appreciated it, that it wasn't like middle of summer uh, or, you know, like 70-some degrees. Um, and, and, and also, you know, I, I hate, I hate to really say this or give them too much credit cause I'm not a big like fan of brands, you know? Uh, but I think they did a good job. Um, Ally and MasterCard, you know, some of the other ones that, that threw, that put on some stuff, I think they did a good job. They showed an investment, um, there to actually make that feel like a final, like the environment felt special. It felt like a build. It felt like a, an event worthy of being the culmination of the season. Um, and that was something that we weren't really sure was going to happen, particularly with the last minute venue change. So um, it was good. It was awesome. Uh, I was really, really happy with the way it turned out, regardless of really who won. But, you know, I am, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. There's a little bias. I appreciate the spirit walking away with that one. You got to enjoy it. Right? Well, the only thing that I really want to enjoy, really, like, I've been all season, I've been trying to, like, be calm and cool about it, right? Like talk about Trinity Ron because she's still young. She's still a teenager, still learning. You know, this first professional season was playing high school soccer last time we saw her. She did sign up to play, you know, in college, but never really got to play on the pit, be on the pitch because of COVID. Sorry about that. So, <laughs> um, because of the COVID-19, the pandemic and everything. So she ended up turning pro. And I've been trying to be like, all right, you know, especially starting out, you can see the talent. Easy. You you watch it for for. 10 seconds on the pitch, you see the talent. But at a professional level, you know, with, you know, veterans out there, experienced players out there, high caliber players out there, the athleticism of players in the NWSL, you're thinking, okay, she's going to have a few things to learn. You know, we're, we're going to see, she's going to get her opportunities because you give her a little bit of space. She's going to give her opportunities. But honestly, throughout the whole season, it feels like even I undersold it. Like she has just been outrageous. And it's just the... I, th- I think we, we tweeted about this today, uh, Silves. It's just like the way that n- normally rookies have to take off seasons to learn things, you know, to learn how to cope with certain things, to get better, to refine their game a little bit, to be able to be effective at this level. It's like she just does it during the season. Because if you look at the player that she was, still phenomenal in May, you know, early on. But if you look at the player that what she did in the championship game, completely different player. Completely different player. Like that's just the player that knew, understood moments, understood the aware, understood what the defense was doing to her, understood how to counter it, understood the different roles she needed to play in order to succeed in each of those matchups across the back line. Like there, there was just so much intelligence and so many things that she learned in her game and added to her game in the course of her first season and as a teenager. I don't know what that is. It's pretty rare. And not even just during the season. Sometimes you can see it in game. Like that's wild. Mm -hmm. Um, And as somebody who saw her like beginning of the year and then in the playoff game, that still hurts. Um, (laughs) But like even, even that growth and like, we talk a lot about soccer IQ, right? Like, okay, this person has like that. That's what it looks like with the skill. And it's just, And I think particularly for U.S. fans, 
I I don't think Kat's super dissimilar, but she's older and she plays abroad, right? We don't get to see her unless you wake up super early and maybe have out of football, right? Like you don't get to see her play um, in that same way. But I think having two players like that who just are like, we've never had that before, right? Like we haven't, we haven't had players like that. And that's when I'm like, yeah, the world's caught up, but also we haven't busted out those type of players before um they could play anywhere they want like and so right now today um so yeah like i just think it's really exciting i think this league could use another star i think they could use one that's not white um yeah like i just think that that's really and that's a name quite frankly i I think that's a really dicey situation but um yeah i just think genuinely we watched a star be born this year and that's exciting for the future of the sport, uh, which we need right now because it's been a hard year. I was saying yeah. if she would have played a year in in college, she'd be at Lyon right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, I actually, like if, somebody if she would have played a year in college, that, we would be winning the championship. I actually <laughs> that, almost disagree. <laughs> you don't? It's not that I don't think she would have gotten better in college, but I do think her skipping college, like because of the, the nature yeah. around the pandemic, and being fully put into a system because i think oftentimes with college just by the Mm. nature of recruiting things like that like you're looking significantly more for system players you're looking very specifically for a type of player Mm. um in a way to me that's a little bit different than in that you get in professional soccer like i mean i watched uva for years because my old sister like since she played there and i'm like they play like steve coaches the, just about the same style all the time, right? Like, it's not like, like you're never going to have something where you're playing, I don't know, let's say a 4-2 four, four, one day, and then you're like, oh, we're switching to a three-back, right? And so I think having that freedom um, to not necessarily be forced to be to become a system player in the way that college players are sometimes made system players, mm-hmm. but also I think kind of skipping all of that, all this, honestly, all the kind of stuff that um, happens with college and being elevated fully to the professional level to me, I think really helped her because it was like, oh, I now like really need to get my game up in a way that I think if you had to stop in college, that might not necessarily happen. And also you might not have the, like the memories of like, oh, well, this is how we did things in college. And this is how we did things here. As opposed to like, well, I was playing in high school. (laughs) We know high school is very very different than professional. Um, And so just going around that and being surrounded by professionals. And then, you know, obviously when, uh, after Richie Burke was, fired and then they went to like a, a completely different system I think that also still really benefited her as a player and allowed her the really the opportunity to grow as opposed to oh and um that shift in the system really played to her strengths because it was like you could actually be a counter-attacking team not like oh we're going to counter-attack but then we're going to turn around and pass the ball back to the midfield <laughs> it's like no we're going to counter-attack and we're going to be really good at counter-attacking yeah. So that last part you said is is huge because that would frustrate the hell out of me with that team because they are that that damn target to get six hundred passes and all that nonsense that yeah. Richie Burke wanted You're them not to a do. Team. Is that really was like strength? Even even a player like Ashley Sanchez, like she can play a more obviously she's not as dynamic of a player as Trinity Robin, but she's still extremely crafty, extremely good. You get her in open space running, she's so creative, she can do a lot of things. Like we've we saw that too. And you know, that goal against the rain was just ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> Washington. Oh, I don't please. That was right in front of my face. Stop. It was so sexy. Um I'm sorry. It's demoralizing. Um, because we outplay like and that's the other issue. Because they play that way, 
you cannot play Washington and it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter, right? Like I just vividly remember seeing that goal. Like it doesn't matter. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. It's kind of how Gotham used to be. Like right. you would take like nine thousand shots tries at to Gotham, be, and, and they are like fifty percent of the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. They don't know if they want to be counterattacking right. your possession. Yeah, they get stuck. But yeah, you know, I talked to Trinity in preseason, right? And I got to talk to her, and and it was just one of those cases where you talk to a player, and you're you're just wondering, like, okay, this is going to be a massive jump for her, right? Like, where's her head at? What's she thinking about? What are the things that are on her mind? What she's what is she looking forward to? Um, you know, how is she preparing herself? And the main thing she said throughout that entire time is she just wants to like learn and grow her game and to an obsessive level. And that was like, okay, she's ready. You know, I did, obviously there's still like, is she going to be able to do it? Cause that's the question. But she was very, very like extremely coachable in terms of how to, how to change things, how to improve her game. And she wants it. Like, you know, I wrote in there about a little story where they tracked, you know, a, a number of things about, players particularly the forwards their right foot and their left footed shots and her left foot was weak and she wasn't really using it or anything and so they showed her the data and she like hated that she was like annoyed about seeing that and she set to fix it and we've seen her take left footed shots we've seen her load up and hit them with power and accuracy now um it's still obviously still can be improved but it was nowhere near like what it was and normally that takes a lot of repetition normally over an off season to get comfortable, you know, pulling that out in games, but she can dribble. She can go to the right or the left. She can do whatever she wants on the pitch when she's on the ball. And there are just so many little things, her pressing, different thing, her defensive contributions, a different thing. You know, these are things she added when she was with the youth team, obviously what they use her speed and her athleticism, but at the professional level, she was able to round out her whole game over the course of a season. It's just like, I'm, I'm still like yeah. I'm very confused about what I've watched all season. It's just completely baffling to me. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. think I so I certainly think like one, there's room for improvement, right? There's still very real moments when you're like, oh, she's nineteen. Like there right. there are definitely moments. Um, yeah, she could still work on her left foot a little bit more. Hundred shots a day. Your hero did it. Um, but um yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, right? Because I think as she sort of rises through the ranks, it's very meteoric. It's a very meteoric rise. Um, like how teams scheme it, right? And defensively and the kind of players that you get, right? I think you have to have a pretty perfect defensive performance as currently exists to sort of be able to contain her. Um, but there's also people who can, right? Like she didn't really get a lot of joy against Sarah Gordon, right? Like, so that kind of defender is going to probably be the best suited to to sort of hang with her um but she's still gonna get chances she's still gonna get you know get hers so to speak and she's a really good team player actually so um i'm i'm just excited for the future selfishly i'm excited to see her on the national team whenever that might be um and i'm just i'm ready to like launch all of that attack onto the world like i'm just very excited about it so yeah oh wait Wait, wait, wait. Can you start? Yeah, can you start over? You unmuted yourself on Zoom, but not <laughs> Zencaster. <laughs> oh, the joys of technology. Um, all right, yeah. So rounding us out of our conversation there, uh, I was also in Louisville. It was a lot of fun, um, you know, meeting people from Woso. Andre and I met for the first time. Uh, so many people were deeply surprised about that. Um, we have an incredible that, photo of the first meeting, by the shout way. Shout out to Jenna. That was genuinely the worst photo, but... 
we're fans of you anyway. It's okay. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> she sent it to you. <laughs> Literally the worst photo, but we appreciate it anyway. Um, so yeah, but I also think Louisville did a really good job of, um, you know, just bringing it, like bringing it together, having good facilities. There were 10,000 fans showing up, like completely great atmosphere. So doing all the right things. And I think that definitely um, worked well, especially when you see, you know, viewership, um, viewership numbers and things like that. So now we're going to move into our best 11s of the season. So we at Diaspora United have a best 11 of uh, all of the melanated players from this past season. And so does Shea Better FC. So, Sky, do you want to go first to introduce your best 11 or do you want us to go first? Y'all can go first because this is like 15. <laughs> I did honorable mention. I have 11. I counted. Yeah, you can, you can control the show <laughs> on that, man. Because I, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, this we'll is just part do of our the best... eleven. We'll do the. They 11. got a best fifteen, I think. So all of a sudden, I put honorable mentions. Honorable mention. I would like to defend myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, go do your thing. <laughs> wait, wait. So is this the honorable mention? Yeah, from here on. Okay, it's still fifty billion people. Shall <laughs> no, that's like... eleven. No, it's not. Really? Yeah. It's Hold 11. on. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> let's, let's do some quick. Like, math. I'm not great at math, but I did count a lot. Who, who's going? So yeah, who? Go, go, Sills. I'm going. Okay. Or, or y'all going? Sills, you go. Okay. Um. So our Shea Butter <clears throat> best eleven at goalkeeper we have Ad Adriana French. Uh, for our defense we have Sarah Gordon, Alana Cook, Estelle Johnson, Casey Kruger. Uh, the state of black midfielders is not great in America, but we have Crystal Dunn. Um. Wow, you moved players around. Okay. Um, My bad. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? So I, I couldn't think of three. So I have Larue and Pew. Thanks, guys. Oh, okay, I see that. Um, that's why you had so many numbers. Um, and then on the front line, I have Mitch Purse, Ifeonna Manu, and Trinity Robin. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, and I feel like at this point, Mal and Sid both played midfield at some point, so it counts. So that's why I did that. All right, for our best eleven, we also we have some similarities, a little bit of differences. So we have uh, we also have Ad and goal, and then we have Kruger, Gordon, uh, Stell Johnson, and Amani Dorsing rounding rounding out our back line. Also hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's U.S. Women's National Team <laughs> outside back Imani Dorsey. <laughs> Oh, fact. Also friend of the pod. Yes. Also friend of the pod. Lover of octopi. There you go. What she what she what she Cretaceans? Oh, she should hang out with um from. Fallon from Oh Well Rain. She's a marine biologist. Yeah, she she okay. schooled She's... us, and we both were like, all right, yeah. Yeah, they should have a conversation. <laughs> you know the science. Like they would they would have yeah. a lot of fun together. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then our other then rounding out our midfield, we ha- also have Crystal Dunn, and then Desiree Scott and Midge. You literally had to find a way to put Midge in there. Uh, and then our front line is Trinity Rodman, Sophia Smith, and Mal Pugh. So now I'm thinking about Midge person in the midfield. That's well, sexy. I know. But I, <laughs> I love, I love, listen, I love Mal, but honestly, the thing that really gets me, the thing that really, that I really want to see is I want to see Efi central with Trinity and Sophia on either side. Like that's, that's kind of what I want to see in life. So I, honestly, I'm fine with that. We can change it right now. Cause y'all know how I feel about Efi. Yeah, yeah, Y'all yeah. Know. Let's, let's I put respect that. on her. But I put respect on her name every single day. Also, <laughs> yes. another friend of the pod. Yes, Ufi is. Ufi had the highest number of goal contributions. Yes, the only other person was Robin. Could, it was yeah. eight. What eight goals, four assists for Ufi? Yep. Like that was and that half, was 
incredible. So yeah, she she got to go uh, on there. She's balling. Now she was not in the MVP, the final conversation well, about MVP. Yeah. <laughs> and then she would have started from the Deep beginning pain. instead of, listen, Look, we ain't wow. going to go there again. It, it wasn't her. It was, it was truly someone else who just occupied a spot. Just taking up space. We're not talking about. We're not talking about that individual. We are not <laughs> talking about it. She Even though she keeps up popping named. up in commercials, but <laughs> she must not be named. But yes, those are our best elevens. If you have today, there 11, was a commercial today. I thought we were done. <laughs> I was very upset. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm trying not to be petty, but I gotta. I gotta bring this up. Did y'all see that promoted post for Netflix? <laughs> no. Can you send that? Wow. It didn't make any sense. Oh. She's not relatable oh, like that. But. Not at Wait, all. It was so Netflix? funny because I'm like, Netflix has been out for like a decade. <laughs> like, I need you. Like, oh, no like, way. She's like, my parent, she's like my oh. parents where she was just like, watch Netflix. Like, what happened? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Listen, I got to. Oh, actually, you know what? This is going to be great for the pod. Hold on a second. I'm going to find it. I'm going I'm to I'm send it to y'all. Give me one second. Give me oh, one second. Oh, God. <laughs> Assuming I'm not blocked. Let's see what happens. I found it. What? Wait, where I don't is know it? What is this is it? <laughs> oh, truly, 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 truly. What is this post? Where are you putting it? Where do you put it? It in the group chat. This oh, uh, post is I'm very nervous. Is so deeply unrelatable. Wait, why what? she ta- why she tag so many people? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Fledgling. It don't make no sense. <laughs> wow, and it's that movie. Wow. Ooh. With that person in it. Okay, shut up, Sully. <laughs> Yo, why is it? But why? First of all, there's a scar for that movie? I'm just very... I have so many questions. No, it's like not comfortable. Why is she looking like that? This is very much the... Wait a minute, hold on now. Uh, uh, it's Wait. like the old... Can you? Wait just, I can Sorry. hear my mom calling me like, what, what button? <laughs> what button again? Wait, what? <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It's very much like a, what, which, which one? Which one do you push? I, I love you um, very much, mom. I know you're going to listen. So I would like to bring to y'all's attentions. So Mark Parsons has left the, now that the season's over, Mark Parsons has left Portland Thorns. And so the Thorns account like tweeted a photo of him with all the trophies he's won. And if you have noticed, one NWSL shield is larger than the other. The smaller one is the dinner plate we were, we saw this year. And so I tweeted, why is one shield smaller than the other? Wrong answers only. And someone responded saying one is Twitter Andre, one is the other is in real life Andre. We didn't need to go back to that. We really, there was no reason to stop yes. where we were at. No, that's why I was been, laughing really hard because that's so unnecessary. There's just, there's just no so reason good. for us it's to go back to that. Yo, short king energy. And you got that. You had that big king energy. Yo. There were some very I, good replies to that tweet, by the way. There, there were some very good replies. Some of, them, some of them were a little too serious. I was like, guys, we have to have yeah. playful jokes that don't make us cry on the inside. Yeah, like laughing. Twitter Andre versus in real life Andre um, <laughs> was very funny. I just That's had to right. bring that to everyone's attention. That's hilarious. <laughs> Those guys yeah. had a corny, had a corny response. Yeah. What's that? Was... It wasn't growing. It didn't grow yet. It didn't no, finish. No, it didn't reach the final, it didn't reach final form yet. That's a very comic book nerd answer. I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Oh, I thought that was, I thought that was shady on something else, but we oh. will talk about that offline. Oh, okay. um, we can, we can. <laughs> uh, but we 
<laughs> also coming up this week, we will see the U.S. Women's National Team play Australia in Australia. They are currently there. Yes. yes. We, once again, guys, get ready. We're going to have some fun kickoff times. One early, one late. Uh, if you're on the East Coast, it's a 10 p.m. kickoff and a 4 and 4 a.m. kickoff. Don't make no sense. And then if you're on the West Coast, it's an 8 p.m. kickoff and a 1 a.m. kickoff. Big time, big gaps in time. Um, so, guys, how are we feeling going into this? Who are we excited to see? We know it's a really, really young roster. Um, it's really people called it Becky and the Kids, which to me is deeply funny because on for one of the matches, the Wiggles. For my age, y'all know about the Wiggles. The Wiggles are singing the Australian national anthem <laughs> for one of the games, which honestly so is, random. and I think, so and I'm 95 percent sure it's a 4 a.m. Eastern game, so which funny. means I will be getting up to see that because I, it's something you cannot relive that. You need to see that in real time <laughs> to see the Wiggles sing the Australian national anthem. Uh, but who are we excited to see? What do we think about the matchup? And I mean, truly. Are we actually going to wake up and live this out again? I don't know if the Wiggles is enough. Preparation for 2023? I don't know. Or you can stay up. Well, I can also just be in Australia and New Zealand in 2023. Then I don't have to worry about it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there or... mm -mm. That's my We'll talk to our people later. Um, (laughs) Or just at least be in Europe. Yeah, somewhere where it's not a horrendous time change. Um, Or time difference. Wow, time change is... I'm still clearly struggling from falling back. Um, I Okay, so people I'm interested to see. So there were a few people that did not come to this camp that I think I would have really liked to see in partnership with some of the other players. Um, selfishly, um, I'm very excited to see Sofia Huerta again back mm-hmm. uh, with the national team. I think she had a phenomenal season in the league. I think being um, with Sam and and laura harvey uh has done wonders for her game i think being on that team has done wonders for her confidence um because it was never a lack of talent um, and again we'll talk about some of that later um so i'm really excited to see her um league play was definitely rewarded so i think that's always really cool um i'm always interested to see where exactly are we gonna put cat that's always sort of my i don't ever i don't think i'm not convinced Blacko knows what to do with her <laughs> I'm just very, as a person, like, I I don't, just put her central. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Um, But she's just very good. And she's honestly on one of the best goal goal scoring kicks in the world right now. Um, She's good, apparently. Um, And she can assist and she can score. And her set pieces are gorgeous. And yeah, so I'm excited to see that. Um, And some of the new names that they've bought in. um, I know I'm a, a big Alana Cook person, Courtney. I know you are as well. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see um, how she looks after a season in the NWSL. So I think those are my big ones. And also uh, Lynn Williams leading a line is both great and hilarious to me. So like, wow, what a world. That's how young the team is. So, yeah. It's true. It's truly Becky and the kids. <laughs> so it maybe is. It's, like, it is, it's, it's Becky, Lynn and the kids. It's yeah. actually the funny the thing. The second is, oldest um, person is Christy Mewis. Yeah, I was like, right. Chris Mewis is actually second oldest person, which is really insane when you think about it. Uh, one thing I'm interested in, because I did notice that, you know, center backs change a little bit. If we can get, you know, maybe a little three at the back action. Vlaco, mm-hmm. uh, please do it. I just want to see it once. I just want to see it once. Um, like, let's just see how, we get, how it goes. I think we have, the, we have the opportunity. We should just try it out. Um, but yeah, I'm excited uh, to see George Ford back there. 
Well, are you looking for some wing back? Are you looking three four three? You giving me some Chelsea three four two one? Like what are we doing? We could do three four two one. We could I do we we maybe hit it with a, a three five two or three four three. I'm just looking. I'm particularly looking for because also now that we have so many attackers and like also so many potentially you know different attackers, I would love to see a like a three four three or even a three five two. Just something with three at the back with wing backs, so that way you have more opportunities to go forward. Um, and since Andy Sullivan will be there, she yeah. can go and help protect that back line. What? Who um, would be your ideal starting wing backs? Now I have to think through this. Um, Sophia Ward would be one. Mm. And then I don't remember who else is on the roster. Would you make Emily in? Fox, not on it. Or would you have her at the back? No, so, actually, yeah. No, it would be Emily Fox and Sophia Ward. Yeah, something I'm like, hmm. I was also going to say, I, I don't, I don't, The here's the reason why <laughs> this is tough for me to say. All right. This is tough. This is tough for me to say. Um, I, I'm I like three of the back formations. I've actually learned to love them. Um, after for a little while, I used to not really like them because they were always deployed so defensively. But they have now yeah. and recently kind of really been quite attacking. Um, and quite balanced, and I like it. Listen, man, I don't want to do this, but Midge would be an outstanding wing back. I know. I'm we so don't want to talk about it, but she she would be a fantastic. She would literally be so fantastic. She would be such a good wing back. A problem. I feel like wing back makes me less angry than fullback, though. Absolutely, like, absolutely. But, but I just feel like forward. she's Think been about... robbed of opportunities know, to be in the front line. So I just want to see her in the front line. Right, but oh right. my god, she would be an amazing be wing such back. Such a good wing but back. But also, if you think about, for example, who is actually scoring the most goals. At least on the Chelsea men's side, are them wingbacks? Look, if you get a little bit of, she would be restated, a bit of, she would be restated. Like if you get a little bit of rotation in, Ugh. look, yeah. all I'm saying, you could, a, and we can rotate. We have so many attackers, like we really could just rotate it. Like oh, there, you're I, right though, Andre. I know we don't want to put it in the universe, but God, she'd be a really good. Be so as good. soon as her <laughs> feels that's sexy, man. Oh, so yeah, I am. So one of the perks of my new role is occasionally like being with honestly old soccer heads, but since Midge was doing some stuff with um, CBS, and so like I asked her about it, and I was like, oh, "How are you feeling?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, there's some different like outside or some different center backs. Maybe we could be like three at the back." And she was like, seemed like she would be excited to just like play as like almost like a pure winger. And mm. so, which is like kind of wing back esque, and I was yeah. like, mm, she's this. she's best on the wing, like one hundred. I was like, this is something I'd really like to see. I want her to be leading that front line, but also she would be a future captain, player. Mitch Purse. Right? Uh, yeah, I want her to play where she wants to play, but uh, selfishly, yes, she would make an amazing wing back. Oh, also, her der. I've literally got to bring it up. Um. Imani Dorsey can play wing back. Yes, she can. Yes, yes she can. Yep, yep. She's a dual threat. After we just have so Freya Coombe did that thing for two games. <laughs> she just <laughs> went through the back for two games. Why not? <laughs> she you know, that she was, was so leaving. random. I, don't, I still don't understand that from Gotham. That was so random. The, yeah. Well, the wildest thing was it, especially when she subbed Cujo in. It worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. It wasn't a bad idea. Yeah. It, it worked. At least she tried. At least she tried to change something. Like I yeah. respect it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think I'm just. And against a good team, right? Like, I'm interested to see what these young players do. Oh, so I would like to see one game, like, different formation, other game, like, mm-hmm. kind of regular what we'd see. Just, like, just so we get a... It hurts. <laughs> I know, no, but no, just no, so no. we can get, like, a feel of how maybe it's operating, like, with 
most of these new players in the system? Like, will it be a, mm-hmm. we pulled these players in to continue fitting in the system or we pulled in new people to maybe try something new? So, like, give me one, like, give me, like, give me, make the 4 a.m. the 4-3-3 and then make, like, the 10 p.m. <laughs> the earlier yeah, ones. Yeah, so I'm, like, <laughs> actually paying attention. I, I just, I, I ignored it. <laughs> um but yeah, 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 yeah. every time we record wait, 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 um, sky sky has something yeah. on her heart what are, what yeah, you, but, yeah so personally like what i'm looking forward to is these young players particularly these players who got left off the olympic roster getting a chance to ball on people's foreheads in australia like because australia don't know how to plan for this because you don't know what's coming out and yeah. so even if you had the basic four three three you don't know who he's deploying and are they even going to remain in a 4 through 3 or are they going to do what the hell they want to? Because this is a prime opportunity because a lot of veterans aren't there to come and snatch somebody's crown. They come make your play seat and like people are going to play free. It's so like, it's going to be wild. And then you're going to be in a packed stadium. Like you got the opportunity to turn up. Like I'm so excited because I'm waiting to see Katarina Macario embarrass people. You know, Andy Sullivan's going to snatch some chains. You know, Mitch Purse kicking indoors. You know, Sophia Smith is no longer bright-eyed looking in the light she ready to sun you real ready she's very disrespectful as a her- she is so disrespectful. I enjoy, and i enjoy that about her like truly I mean, sophia, she might be my favorite like revelation this year like, yo, sophia Huerta is ready to yeah she's say, not, i'm oh, here yeah. <laughs> i'm here she feels very disrespected as a person for sure i just i i think my favorite moment of the year was when sophia uh, sophia smith stepped over wendy renard like the joy, <laughs> so disrespectful the and joy that brought to me Yo, she, <laughs> and like so, she looked so, back at her like it almost even pains me a little bit because i'm like why you gotta do that to wendy i, I know also, sophia oh, just goes into energy. a mode where it's like but she, she don't just looked care. at her like she was just like peasant like it was just yeah. oh yo yo but but think about who they're playing so think about some of these players like ellie carpenter caitlin yep. ford she yep. might step over alana kennedy and yeah. then look at her at home. They're trying to embarrass you. They're going to put their feet on the couch. Like, are we ready for that? Is Australia starting a lot of Carpenter? What? Are they starting? Yeah, I guess she starts Carpenter. pretty regularly. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Lynn Renee, so, too. Yeah. So, what, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm. So, what I'm looking forward to with, with this team is, is just that. Like, I just want to see them look. Because that was a thing, like, during the Olympics, people were saying, oh, the mentality's been lost or the team doesn't play like this or whatever. They don't have that. I'm like, no, nah, they do. You just brought the wrong crew and you played the wrong games. So, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, the team is still disrespectful. This team is still nasty. So, like, we're absolutely still that team. And I think that this squad of players can go out there and show that and they're going to be hungry too. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. And honestly, like, even getting a true six in there changes so many things. Like having Andy Sullivan be able to pull strings back there is going to change so many things. Having Midge Purse in the forward line is going to change stuff. Like I don't, I don't know how much I expect certain players to play right. Like I don't know if Ashley Sanchez is going to get a lot of playing time or what. You know, there are some players who I'm not too sure about, but I think that the, the squad we're taking is really exciting. And there's a lot that you can do with this squad. And I think that a lot of the players, like Sky was saying, like they're, they're new. They're, they're new and they're ready. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see what they do to Australia. And it almost feels like Australia ain't going to know what's coming. Oof. Yeah. They gonna put that, like I said, they're going to put their feet on their couch. You're yeah, going mean, to hear a reference again later. But you put not, Sophia Huerta and Emily no. Fox on as and fullbacks. And it's not the meanest version. And it's not the meanest version of this team. Because Brandon not here yet. Mal will yep. be there. Prass will be back. Don will be back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can't um, wait. I'm very excited for 2023. 
I am. My one hope, my only like, Blocko, stop doing this. Stop with them hockey line changes. Oh, just stop. Yeah. You don't like, like five I subs and <laughs> just like, hey, we're just going me. to. Um, I I hear everything people are saying about rotation, and I'm still going to do the same rotation things that I want before. I'm just completely moving out of forward line. When have you ever seen a coach actually do that? Right, like don't yeah, do that. Just lift out the whole forward line. <laughs> this ain't the this ain't the this ain't the uh, Shea Butter FC Invitational where we just doing. <laughs> we don't got no formation. We just out here just throwing bodies out here. We playing pickup. Like this is a whole you in the whole tournament. What you doing? Yeah, between the Shea Butter Invitational and the Diaspora United Community Shield. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you we have better awards though. Right, they gonna look That's like awards. You my trophy make... will be a trophy. You gotta get a forklift. You can actually pour lift that shit up. <laughs> Dude, right, do you remember let's... what Louisville got for their tournament? What was that? It was art. Uh, it was like a, a trophy that was kind of like a cup, but not really. It was a weapon, um, wasn't it? What was that? It kind of just looked like a weapon. Like an artist piece. <laughs> yeah, it was an artist piece. He just pour some beer on it and then you make a little fountain. It was so bad, though. All, like, all somebody I bought a sculpture. <laughs> all I ask is I know the NWSL is eventually going to do like a rebrand of the logo and stuff. Whatever they do, besides make make the logo significantly better is when design a trophy that players can drink out of yes that's yep. the whole point Thanks. how many times have you seen champagne come out of old big ears from the champions league yep. it's the whole <laughs> purpose of having a trophy like that did y'all see uh aubrey bledsoe the only the only award did out of, out of the like the rookie of the year and the golden boot the only one that had any little space in it was that glove and she was chugging from the glove <laughs> it was hilarious Wait, there's no space in that golden boot Nah, I it think was it's filled, filled at the top. top. It's filled. Oh. Yep. Oh no, you gotta, gotta put a little space in that so you can drink out of it. They had to get the you know they had to get the little regular paperweight. Do you want to drink out of it? See, I know people do it, but <laughs> not like, the paperweight. You when you're young, you don't think about that. You just go. That, you, yeah. The shield is the commemorative plate from the infomercials that we watched when we were little. <laughs> commemorative that my grandma bought. It's commemorative. Pay thirty cents, you get the, the ultimate version, and you get the stand with it. Wait, it goes wait, you know? Okay, you wait. You know when QVC. you were on road trips and yes. you put in fifty-one cents and you get like a specialty penny? Yeah. <laughs> Did you do the ones that flatten the penny and then they had like a? It's, a spe- it's the equivalent of a specialty <laughs> for a shield. Oh, That's basically what it is, and it's the size That's a professional of professional award. Good God! Sorry, <laughs> things to remember. I, as somebody who right, let things remember during a holiday season, once, it's traumatic. All right, let's wrap up here and move on to rants and raves. Uh, and he didn't hype. So, it's a rants and raves. He didn't hype. Basically, same segment. Both of us. You'll know the same thing. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna do it since we're on the desk for United side. We're gonna do it from heated and kicking us off is Sills. Sills, what are you heated about? Um, burnout. Um. So as you know, I work with a bunch of students and a pretty sizable staff and like no one's actually okay. And uh, I feel like we're all sort of just floating and pretending like we're okay and nobody's actually okay. And there weren't enough breaks. There weren't, uh, there's not enough anything and none of it makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I was feeling pretty morose when I typed that. But sincerely, I just feel like there's this um, like high level of burnout and like a desire to go back to the way things were before but like it's not actually happening and so nobody really knows what now is supposed to look like and people just are frustrated and it's triggering things for people um and i don't think this country as a whole i think there are states and loca- and locales that have done well but 
like as a whole, I just don't think this country is in any way, shape or form prepared to deal with whatever the next like five to 10 years look like um, living in this. And then hopefully at some point coming out of it, because we're not out of it yet. Unlike the pandemic's not over. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just really frustrating. And like, I can't help my students because I don't even know what's happening. So um, yeah, it's just really frustrating and a bit sad. Um, and it makes me angry, right? That the things we're supposed to have in place to protect us and help us in times like these don't exist or have been, you know, chipped away. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sorry to be a downer, but yes, that is where I am as a person. And Sky, what are you heated about? Okay, so I live in California. I live in Los Angeles, the metropolitan Los Angeles in the South Bay. And people can't drive. But like, because it's holiday season, people really can't drive. So the concept, and then it's dark at four o'clock, 3 p.m. People really can't drive. So like not respecting traffic laws, running lights, all kind of crazy stuff. Can y'all please just get it together? Like y'all pushing the buttons. Um, Then also people disrespecting Turner Greens. That is a legitimate dish. It is it, just because y'all ain't had collard green to turn my bad turnip greens. You don't got to disrespect it. It's the best green in the planet. You'll hear about that later. And then my Atlanta Falcons keep embarrassing me um, on national TV. Um, you know, we've been through some ups and downs. You know, the thing in Houston happened, you know, just when you think you've reached the level, you know, I said, I'm going to quit them. I'm going to get off that narcotic. Like Bomani Jones said, but they just take another level and just embarrassing me. So it has me heated. All right, I'm done. I'm okay. I'm pulled together. Well, I think I Andre, <laughs> <laughs> what are you heated about? Oh, yeah. Um, it's a good question. What am I heated about? Um, honestly, there's a lot. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Honestly, the stuff I'm, he- I'm really heated about, we're going to talk about it in part two. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to preview that. I'm going to save it. Um, so actually, you know what, let me go ahead. We, we talked about it last I for United, but let me just go ahead and say it because for some reason, Garrett Taylor is still the coach at Manchester city. And that's got me heated. I don't understand. Like I don't even, again, city's arrival. I don't really want them to be great, but this is ridiculous. They seventh in the table looking awful Four losses on the season already. That's just, it's awful. Like they're, they're bad. They're just really, really bad and they ain't getting any better. So like yeah, that's what I'm heated about, and and like free Bunny Shaw if y'all gonna keep that man. Honestly, facts free Bunny Shaw. Um, the one thing I agree, the one thing I'm most heated about, we're gonna get into later. Um, but another thing that I am actually a little bit heated about is, and I mean y'all know I love Formiga. I'm waiting for my Brazil customized kit that I ordered from the internet. Shout out to UK Soccer Shop if y'all actually come through. I'll be super duper excited. Um, but the one thing I'm heated about is just like, we're not talking about Formiga enough. Like she's about to retire from the international game. I, a fun story for y'all. When Andre and I were coming up with podcast names, I literally said it several times of, we should make this podcast name the, for- the Formiga Football Federation. He was like, no. Yes. And I was like, Andre, <laughs> we should make this the Formiga Football Federation. And he was like, mm, no. And I was like, Andre. <laughs> You don't understand. <laughs> we should make this a Formiga Football Federation. <laughs> as, I was like, look, it's a funny play on words because f- fuck the French, triple F, you know, like it was a fun play on words. But I, I'm just like so, in general, so tight that she's not being give off, given the send off she deserves from international football. Like I've said it plenty of times. I feel like it was probably the first tweet that I tweeted that got like a whole bunch of likes when I was like, Formiga has literally been on the Brazilian Olympic team for my 
the entirety of my life. Like before I was born, she was on that team. (laughs) I'm 25. Like her tenure in international football is absolutely insane. She was playing with PSG last season. Like and started. It is and started. Like it is absolutely ridiculous how she's just like not getting the send off she deserves. And it's 100% because she's a black woman from Brazil. Like Mm -hmm. how much did we hear about Carly? Like, I know I said we weren't going to bring it up, but like how much did we hear about it? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and you have a player that (laughs) has been playing at the international level for longer than she has. And she does like, to me, she deserves all the shit in the world. I will always say that, but just like, how like you know you'll get a tweet here a tweet there like there should be documentaries about formiga yes like she literally when she was born (laughs) you could not be a woman and play football in brazil like that is baffling to me and it's just so frustrating that like there's this player of absolute greatness and it's absolutely insane and like such a small pocket of people are actually talking about it. And the other thing that when I was talking about this got me uh, tight was the, what's the FIFA best awards. And besides the fact that it's deeply lacking any melanin, where's Ashley Lawrence? Where is she? Where like, is she? How do you First of not... all, there's not even enough Canadians on there. They the are gold Canadian medalists. Ha- and the Canadian you have on there, all due respect, we love Sink, but like she did not have a better <laughs> year than like at least five Canadians. Um, where's Ashley two, Lawrence? And even if you don't want to keep it melanated, Frank Kirby's not on that list, like, at all. First of all, where is Fran? Where is- Frank Kirby. Yeah, that didn't make sense. There's Legitimately had why she's one called- of the top five seasons of women's football this year. Yeah. There was a reason why she's called the little messy. But, like, literally, Ashley <laughs> To Lawrence be the little was- messy when messy is already little is hysterical. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I know. They call her the magician, too. Um, but the fact that Ashley Lawrence, when she was- so and I know people were talking about Jesse Fleming, but Ashley Lawrence was so integral to Canada's success at the Olympics and so integral to PSG's success. How is she not on that list? She's literally a Ballon d'Or nominee right. and isn't on that list. I'm angry. It's the color. Um, the, it's the skin shouting. But like between that and Formiga, I'm angry. And also what we're gonna talk about. But those were the two things. They see me. I'd run. They see me like wagging a pen, waving a pen right now. So I'm like literally so annoyed that Ashley Lawrence is not on that list. It deeply pains me. But we're gonna temporarily move to some hype. Some things we're excited about. Um, I feel like <laughs> I might get Sky and I on a huge tangent later, but it's fine. Uh, so bring it back, Silves. What are you hype about? Um, so this might lean in a little bit to uh, someone else's hype. Um, but, like, I love art, and there's really good, like, music and movies coming out right now. Um, I will definitely mention a few on my hits and riffs later, um, but I'm still feeling the 31 minutes that Silk Sonic uh, gave us uh, as a child of funk. Like, uh, not personally. Clearly, I wasn't born in the 60s and 70s. Um, you sure? Just fine. <laughs> Um, so but like my dad's like super super into funk so I grew up listening to it so like I just really love that album um, and it's just really good movies The Harder They Fall is really good if you haven't seen it on Netflix Andre you've watched that what like three times <laughs> like a multitude of times um, yeah, but I yeah I might, might have seen it fourth <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I I got another one in there okay. yeah, yeah, it's really um, but there's good. just really good art particularly black art um, coming out right now and I just always feel inspired uh, when that happens so it's really really hard to do that and uh 
just sentimentally, once the holiday is over on Thursday, I kick up my Christmas music. So I'm I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Sky. All right. So <clears throat> I'm excited because we're now in the NWSL <laughs> off season. And it's time for the greatness that is the Angel City Football Club to come there through. The propaganda to, is the coming. The propaganda is coming. Y'all thought it was bad. You just <laughs> freaking wait. Lord. It's going on a bajillion, patrillions percent. I already changed my name. I'm ready. Um, And then also, because I'm a sneakerhead, <clears throat> historically, I'll be wearing Adidas's. But Trey Young has dropped some beautiful, his new line of shoe. And he has these amazing peach colored shoes that are legitimately peach. It's so... Like, I, I wasn't going to buy them, but then I bought them. And then they have, like, if you look inside, they're, like, a tribute to something in Atlanta. So there's several Peachtree sheet, streets. Peachtree sheets. Peachtree streets are all over the place. So it's, like, the intersection of Peachtree. And then it's, like, Peach. And then he's got, like, So-So Def shoes attributed to the great record label that is So-So Def. Like, and they're, like, in beautiful colors. Like, and they fly. And so, yeah. Much love and props to Trey Young, Ice Cold. Frost, yeah, I now appreciate the Atlanta Hawks. You know, I'm on the bandwagon because I got multiple teams. But shout out to Dre Hunter. Oh, okay. Hunter. UVA, I see you. My man. <laughs> My man. I never go go who's cause ACC. But respect. I feel that. But that's my that's my hype. Andre, what are you hyped about? So I stayed an extra day in Louisville, um, just kind of like hang out and see the city a little bit since I basically got there like Friday afternoon. Um, I had a whole thing on my suitcase that was not the business. Um, American Airlines decided to fly me to Louisville, but not my suitcase. Uh, and so they flew it the next day and that wasn't good enough. So yeah, we had, we had some problems, uh, <laughs> during, during that whole situation, but good news was I stayed Sunday and I was able to walk around downtown, but I also went to the Muhammad Ali center, uh, while I was there and yo, that. I didn't know what to expect. I just thought it was going to be like, ah, oh, you know, they got some memorabilia here. They got, you know, they teach you a little bit about Muhammad Ali. I thought it was going to be very, very vanilla, right? Because, you know, we something about America, you don't like to, you know, step on white people's toes, right? They, if, Once they accept that they like a black dude, like, <laughs> then they're going to decide what that black dude was like. Like, the, that's, that's what happens to Martin Luther King all the time. It's that content of the character. They don't listen to anything else that man said about <laughs> militarism, poverty, anything else. I don't listen to any of it. But uh, in this case, this was real. You know, they they had a real good museum. It's five levels, which is wild. I didn't expect that. And they, the first orientation video really lets you know who he was, um, the stances that he had, his journey, you know, with spirituality and everything and standing up for black people, not obviously not going to the draft, deciding he ain't going to go kill people because people, white people ain't treating him right here like he's like i got like this is my fight here like i ain't got no problem with the in in vietnam so like yeah there there was there was a whole lot there that i thought was really really well done i actually sat there i spent a whole lot of time there i sat there and watched the entire rumble in the jungle fight they had these little like things like mini theaters you could just kind of sit in choose a fight really any of his fights and watch it all the way through i watched that and a couple others like it was just dope to kind of be there um they got a lot of his robes his gold medal um a lot of quotes from him a lot of videos you just really get a feel and a sense of him and i think that's one of the best experiences one of the best things that i've seen that really dives into who a person actually was so i was really hype about that and uh glad i stayed even though i had issues with the luggage yeah actually i also went to 
the exhibit or to the museum and I was only I ended up like not planning super well because I woke up (laughs) on Sunday later than I was expecting and then found the most blessed place that had gluten-free fried fish and hush puppies and I just yeah I had fried fish for breakfast and it was literally so worth it because I have not had fried catfish something that growing up used to get like every Friday every other Friday was either like pizza or we'd get get fried fish and it was just truly a joy to wake up a tiny bit hungover but then just like going and eating fried fish um but I also went to the Muhammad Ali museum and I also thought it was really really well done it was a little bittersweet because they were still talking about him in the present tense um and so they hadn't necessarily shifted things to the like everything to the past tense but I also thought it was really really well done it didn't like shy away from it and even though it's so crazy to me because i fully understand how like white people back then would have hated him like yes in their bones hated him um which is also maybe another conversation for another time of something i'd been thinking about of like what like how people have like how people change their stances about people and stuff like that and just really it's not like a form of whitewashing but Sometimes, but that's a conversation for another time. Um, But what I'm actually really, really excited about, if you've been on my Twitter the past few days, you see I've been tweeting about Adele Lori Blue Atkins. (laughs) Adele dropped an album called 30. It's about divorce, which I cannot relate to because I'm not divorced, (laughs) not in a serious relationship, never been married. But honestly, the album is so good. I mean, it's really exciting to like just have Adele have new music. But the one thing that I guess I'm hype about is um, a song called My Little Love, which Sky and I have talked about a bunch. But besides the album being, to me, the most personal album she's ever released, and I think she sounds fantastic, and I like, especially like the last three songs, they're technically, it's like full 18 minutes. To me, it's like my favorite part of the album of like, you know, kind of her redemption arc, arc and forgiving herself um, and things like that. But with My Little Love, she has a voice note at the very end that talks about loneliness which I really, really appreciate because I think for a lot of people, I mean, I feel like a lot of people now, but also a lot of people my age where it's like you kind of, you leave undergrad and then all of a sudden like you're kind of thrust into life and you don't have like the same support systems around you. And there's just like, unless you happen to move in with your best friends and move to the same city, like, and honestly live with them, like there's just such a level of loneliness that comes with that, that is never really verbalized. Like I know (laughs) Kai and I have like tweeted a back and forth about it a little bit of like your early 20s can be really lonely but I just really really appreciated her like really encapsulating how I feel sometimes about loneliness and it's just like such a beautiful moment and then the entire album is beautiful like hold on honestly I've been playing in the background ever since the Chicago's uh Red Star stuff dropped but also um to be loved when she dropped that (laughs) when she dropped that clip on Twitter I told everyone near me i said be quiet we're playing this on speaker right now we're all listening <laughs> to this one song um but yeah her album is great and i've just been listening to a lot of adele uh and just kind of bring it all back up and it's it's so good and then i guess my other hype i am excited about my job i didn't realize how excited i was about it, but i actually really do i've really been liking yeah um my Coach. job even though the first seven days were insane uh, because I worked every single day. And then they're like, hey, do you want to go to Louisville? Cool, you leave tomorrow. And I was like, I need to wash my clothes. I don't have no laundry ready to go to Louisville. But um, no, I've actually really been enjoying my jobs, which is a surprise for me. I don't 
believe in <laughs> liking jobs and laboring, but I do. I have been enjoying my job. I still, maintain, you. I still maintain Adele gets a, a decent amount of her sadness from being a Tottenham fan, but true. Oh, it's a, a lot of sadness. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a special pain. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a, that's some source material that will never fade. Always relevant. That's why she be like, holding even... hold it on. <laughs> gotta keep moving on whenever she just needs to like tap into a sad moment yeah she just thinks about that <laughs> Not yeah, so many just turn them off. so many oh man <laughs> all right well that is it for part one of our this is now our third crossover episode y'all this is part one of our crossover episode we're gonna take a quick break and come back so right after this pause this episode switch your streams and go head over to shea butter fc to listen to the second part of this episode (laughs) see you there thanks for listening to diaspora united podcast please subscribe and rate and review us anywhere you get your podcasts follow us on twitter at diaspora united pod that's diaspora u-t-d-p-o-d and message us if there's anything you want us to talk about in our next podcast see you next time